Views expressed by Casters Guild members are only the opinions of that member, and that could change from day to day. Guild members may use mature language, but that in no way means they are mature. Listener discretion is advised. From rock and jams to catchy tunes, games just would not be the same without the soundtracks behind them. What makes the music from video games stick in our heads and our hearts forever? That's the spell we're casting tonight on Casters Guild. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Caster Guild. I'm your guildmaster, Rick Perry, and I have done dirty things to a bass clef. Ew. Uh, and I am your guildmaster, Baron Kane, and I am the man who arranges the blocks. And joining us is a returning guild member and a brand new guild member. Feel free to introduce yourselves. Hi, this is TJ Kirshner, and I am joined by my lovely wife. Hi, my name is Meg. <laughs> And I can't think of anything dirty to talk about music-wise. <laughs> I play the ocarina in my free time. Oh. Take that as you will. <laughs> and tonight we are talking about the iconic music in video games. So I think we're going to mm. kick this off with two questions that you will answer back-to-back. -back. Feel free to give up to three answers for each. What is your favorite overall video game soundtrack? And what is your favorite individual track individual song from a video game mm. that's tough i gotta go with final fantasy 7 it's probably my favorite overall soundtrack there's a lot of really good songs in there probably followed actually followed by final fantasy 8 that also has a lot of good songs favorite like actual track i gotta i definitely gotta say persona 5 theme I just love that theme song. You took mine. Yeah. Which, which are we talking about? Last surprise. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I definitely was uh, was my favorite too. That I was going to go with as far as original track. Going to make me think of something else. Yes, I am. Um, as far as like a uh, series of music in a single game, I would probably go with Legends of Ocarina of Time. Uh, it has a lot of just wonderful original music with probably undertale being a very close second because one. even though i don't have the same nostalgia for it i mean toby fox is just amazing an amazing artist for uh, his music and there's so much great remixes out there i think that uh, might be the only tracks. i think that might be the only video game soundtrack that i own on vinyl so yeah i think that's oh, pretty nice. good yeah yeah i would if i had a record player i would totally own that on vinyl but yeah just yeah, Megalovania, Hopes and Dreams, Battle Against a True Hero, <laughs> even Ghost Fight, pretty fun. Yeah, Insane in the Rain did a great jazz cover with that that particular soundtrack uh, that's really catchy. I'll say, as far as as soundtracks go, you know, we were talking about this before the podcast, you know, I'm a kid of the 90s. So as far as soundtracks go, I'm looking at the uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skaters, I'm looking at the Def Jam wrestling games like Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Fight for New York. I'm looking at the wrestling games that came out and not, you know, their entrance songs. You know, I love their entrance songs, but I'm not counting that. All the wrestling songs all had the, or all the wrestling games had their own little soundtracks as well. WrestleMania 2000 was hilarious. It was like one of the, the main theme was like this little jam that they just put in little uh, snippets of the wrestlers saying something like you could hear mankind saying socko in it 
But I think as far as I, I, it's nostalgia for me on like my favorite single songs, like the the Donkey Kong song. Yeah, the Donkey Kong theme. Hey, you know you everybody that, knows it. Mm-hmm. It's it's ingrained in your brain, and it's that's the point. And we're also, talking about arcade Donkey Kong, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant Donkey Kong Country. Oh, oh I'm no. sorry. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I definitely like the original one for sure as well. But no. I mean, yeah, DK Donkey Country Kong. is what really does. Oh it yeah, that's me. that's fun. That's fun. But um, Donkey Kong is the first video game I ever remember playing. So it it definitely has a, a you know a nostalgia thing for me. And uh, the first Final Fantasy after mm-hmm. you open up the bridge, that song right there, which I believe it counts as the theme, I think. But but that whole. Final Fantasy One soundtrack, kind of, you can fit that in there too, and some of my favorites. I feel like Final Fantasy games just have really good soundtracks. They've yeah, always the focused artists, but... on it. Yeah, they've always put yeah. really good artists on it. Put for... and that victory theme has carried on from the very yeah. first Final Fantasy yeah. all the way until now. They're still doing the like no matter what. And and I will have to say I've gotten down to the battle music in the. I don't know how they. I can't remember exactly how they've um, evolved through the years, but the you know the blast of music, then the <laughs> I have gotten down to that man. It'll get Let you hype. Well, it, it also helps that in Final Fantasy One, it was turn based, but it, it was pure turn based. If it was your turn. That game didn't progress mm-hmm. until you yeah. did something. So yeah, I would just leave. Like if I wanted to take a break, I would just leave it, and that that music would just go. It's like yeah, that's one way to drill sometimes it in your head was, there. Yeah, sometimes that's all you really wanted to. You're just like, I know the game will just sit here for a while, so I just want to listen to it for a while. So I just let it play. Yep. Let's see. Like you have all said, this is a tough answer because it's so huge. As far as overall soundtracks go. I'm going to say Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, mm-hmm. A large portion of that was unofficially written by Michael Jackson. And those tracks, in in the vernacular of today, those tracks slap. Let's Ooh, see. Too bad, Ooh, Too bad they couldn't get it into Sonic Origins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still, licensing, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, honestly, that whole series, I mean, like, even not... Not even just the early stuff with, like, Michael Jackson tracks on there, but, like, Escape from the City and, like, Sonic Adventure is... Everybody th- agrees it's a fantastic track. Have you ever heard of Project Chaos? I've heard of it. I'm not sure if I've okay. listened to any of this stuff, though. I think it was available on OC Remix. It, it was a long time ago, but it is basically just a remix of Sonic and Knuckles tracks. Oh, and, nice. Uh, it is amazing. Uh, there's some really great music in there. Snapple Man did a great rendition pulling it up yeah the yeah snapple man did dead batteries live at the sandalopolis by brain cells yeah i haven't heard of snapple man in so long (laughs) (laughs) fucking snapple man as far as other full soundtracks i'm gonna give persona 5 one of my full soundtrack picks I will say the soundtrack of that game is what pulled me into it. I started playing Persona 5 three to five months, I don't remember exactly, before the crisis. And then 
Magfest rolled around and I was talking to my friends. I was like, I just started playing Persona 5. I'm really digging it. The music's really good. And they were like, look, just stop playing that game. Royal's about to come out. You've only just finished the first dungeon. Just start over and play Royal. And I wasn't going to do it. I was like, I already bought this game. And then the crisis hit and I was looking for something to do. And so I bought Royal and like Persona 5 Royal is what got me through the first half of the crisis, just spending all my time playing Persona 5 Royal. And the soundtrack, like I said, is what pulled me into that game and kept me playing. And then for my third full soundtrack pick, I've got to throw it to a fighting game. And like I'm kind of struggling here as far as which one I'm going to throw it to. Because all of the one-on-one side-by-side fighting games all have fantastic music to get you pumped. That's like their entire point. You know, there's Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur guilty gear all have fantastic soundtracks but i think i'm gonna have to throw it to street fighter especially like street fighter 2 and all of its iterations all have fantastic music as far as singular tracks go kirby nightmare and dreamland just from the the very first level is the song that plays in my mind in the background if i'm ever like on hold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it is just constantly the soundtrack to my life in my head. It's, it will be stuck there forever. So that's got to go to my number one. I considered getting the first few notes actually tattooed on me in in like a bar measure, and have like all the little all the little notes, all the little circles on the notes replaced by Kirby faces. That would be I, nice. I still might. I mean, I'm I'm gonna get this whole sleeve done eventually, so I still might. But yeah, that song is is huge for me. So, you know, I'm not even going to give any other picks for my individual tracks. That's going to be my individual track. Just and b- before, yeah, before I move on, I, I have an honorable mention. Oh, I should say the tag team champions of honorable mentions right now for soundtrack, best soundtrack in video game. Tied for my honorable mention, GTA Vice City and San Andreas tied now i couldn't i couldn't in good conscience count them because it's all like music that has already existed and stuff like that but oh man oh i love those radio stations in in that thing san andreas vice city both you got to give them credit for the use of the pre-existing music even if it wasn't written for that game like uh i almost brought up borderlands honestly because their use of let's see borderlands one i believe it was no rest for the wicked by cage the elephant and borderlands 2 it was short change hero by the heavy and obviously those songs weren't written for those games but they're the way they use those songs in the intros really gets you pumped to play that game both of those songs ended up in my personal playlists for quite a while after those games came out the fantastic use of those songs and just like GTA, just being able to use those pre-existing songs is an art all its own, as well as writing individual music for a new for a game. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, good, uh, the radio and good use of uh, just music to add to the kind of ambiance of the game. The Fallout series, you would be walking across the wasteland, you would listen to the radio on your uh, Pip-Boy as you're walking by. Those music obviously wasn't made for Fallout, but it just well, some it of puts it was. you in that mindset so well, and right. uh, it, it it's so great. It just adds so much ambiance to it. I don't want to set the world on fire. I There's no way I would have known that song if it wasn't for Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll tell you, I loved that song when I heard it. On, it's like, when they put it on that uh, 
that commercial. I was like, uh-huh. oh, this is awesome. And then I heard it <laughs> in the game. I was like, oh, this is even better. And, uh-huh. then, I, and then I listened to the ink, ink spots, and it was like, oh, man, you guys. It was like the same song over and over again, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's a good song, so, you know, play on, sirs. But <laughs> it was like, they have a formula. They definitely have a formula in their songs. But, you know, again, you know, I wouldn't listen to their stuff, and I like it. They're they're in my playlist, so. Yeah, I've got to give it to Fallout, because not only do they have, are they using that pre-existing music from that era, but they also have original songs, and they blend seamlessly. Like, a lot of people don't even realize when they go from an old song to an original song, a lot of those songs on the radio are made just for that. I mean, I was, if you if you stop and listen to the lyrics, it gets obvious because they start to talk about things like the wasteland and stuff like that. I must have missed that. I, I was today years old when I learned that. Yeah, yeah, same. I didn't realize that it had original music at all in, in the radio. I, I know that sometimes, like when you're in a battle, the the battle music will come mm-hmm. on when the the radio will kind of drown out. But uh, wow, okay, I'll have to listen more closely now. Yeah, especially yeah, in. I was, it was only a few, like it was like really sprinkled in in Fallout 3, and then it got really heavy in Fallout 4, because they actually had like lounge singers in Fallout 4, and their songs mm-hmm. would make it to the radio as well. And so obviously, if you have a lounge singer who's singing their own original music in Fallout 4, and I think maybe even in New Vegas, I'm not sure, I'd have to look that up, but if their songs are also on the radio, obviously those are original. Another video game that has an amazing original soundtrack that I think deserves a recognition here would be Metroid, like the Super Metroid series. Uh, that was Super Metroid was probably my favorite SNES game back in the day. And uh, Meridia, Brainstar, Criteria, and Norton Afar, like I, I, I listen to those uh, songs all the time. And it adds so much uh, ambiance to uh, exploring the uh, mysterious alien world. I think that's a good juxtaposition there. If you compare Metroid to the game it gets compared to all the time, they've started its own genre of Metroidvania. Like if you look Mm -hmm. at the Metroid soundtrack versus the Castlevania soundtrack through the years, Metroid has been very ambient throughout its entire soundtrack. Like there aren't a whole lot of like, this is a song, you know, like this is obviously like a track except for like boss fights and stuff like that. But you're, Mm-hmm. overworld music in the metroid games it's very ambient background and it kind of pulls you into that dark sense of being alone whereas like castlevania its background music could be seen at a dance club you know what i mean like it is it is songs all the way through and you never hear those two things compared when they talk about metroidvania style of the games they're like oh metroid castlevania same type of game but they are presented two entirely different ways if you look at their soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's two different kinds of atmospheres to it, too, where one you're exploring a castle that has monsters all throughout, and the other one you're exploring an alien world, which also has monsters in it, but they're more biological yeah. mm-hmm. things that you don't recognize. I recognize uh, Frankenstein and uh, Medusa's head flying at me and things like that. It's almost kind of funny that Metroid is the one that I would lend more is the horror game. Like the the feeling of isolation that you feel in Metroid and the fact that you're alone and you never know what's going to be around that next corner. Whereas Mm -hmm. Castlevania, I think is much more action 
Like, you know, uh, and I think the soundtrack lends to that. The fact you're just going from room to room and you're like, whatever's through that door, I'm going to kick its butt because I'm a Belmont <laughs> and that's just what's coming. Whereas Metroid, uh-huh. you're sometimes scared to go through that next door when you don't know what's coming. Or there might be areas of the map you've already explored that you don't want to go back to yet. You're like, oh, I need to find something else before I come back here. Another E-Tank, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's uh- that's obviously a bright based uh, boss door. I got to hit that with three missiles. I don't want to go through there yet. <laughs> Which is something it's it's a feeling you don't really get with the Castlevania games. Like it's it's much more action oriented. Even though Castlevania is obviously horror themed in like its enemies and like you know Metroid is much more sci fi. It's just kind of funny. It works out that way. So he mentioned Medusa flying heads, and it reminded me of another game with a good soundtrack, and that's Hades. <laughs> Especially oh, like the yeah. final song, "In the Blood." Is, uh, I love that song. It's um, so good. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I believe that that won awards. It did. It did. Yeah, I don't. Did the music win award or did? Yeah, I, I know the game it, definitely did. Was that specific song? It might have been. I don't remember if it was the soundtrack or that song. Uh, I know the game won like game of the year. Yeah, it won. It won BAFTA Games Award, a nominee, Dice Awards winner. Uh, see, artistic achievement, best game, game design, best narrative, performer, best music nominee. That was a nominee for best music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That had a good soundtrack. It did. Yeah, and the game was, was incredible. Yeah. 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 I'm actually glad you brought that up because on this topic, we could spend the entire two hours just sitting here in nostalgia land of talking oh, about games. I, man, I came in here. It, it was it was it was Ducktales, Chippendales, Rec- Rescue Rangers, Zelda. I'm ready for it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is that not what we're doing? Well, hey, speaking of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that new game that just came out, Shredder's Revenge. That soundtrack. Game? Oh yeah, that oh, soundtrack yeah. is. They have, a new game? they have a new game. We need to play it. Huh. I saw the Game Grumps play it, and that looks so good. It it feels like TMNT two all over again from the NES the era. You should check out Baron's stream. He's actually playing through it right now. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's great. It's great. Again, like, you know, I love Turtles in Time. The, Damn. you know, was Turtles in Time the arcade? I know T- Turtles in Time was on the Super NES. Was that the Turtles it was, in Time? Was that the uh, arcade, too? Yes, it was also in yeah. the arcade. Yeah. There were little differences between the arcade version like, and the SNES awesome. version yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But yes, oh. it was also in the arcade. I remember playing at that at the arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, you know how mad I am that the X-Men game didn't make its way to console? Ugh. That X-Men game that they had that was very similar, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. not. Ugh. It was so good. The it's, animation was... Anyways. It's yes. a very <laughs> popular stand-up arcade machine at MAGFest. Yeah. But the music is great. Uh, in fact, I mean, I love the music in the, like, Turtles in Time and stuff. This, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, obviously with this game, it, it is a sequel to that those games but it it's is like a love letter it is like, a definitely a spiritual descendant yes yeah um, yeah yeah you and, can definitely uh, tell it was a game made for the fans it's got so much inspiration from the original arcade style tmnt games uh the 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 pizza that you can get to, to refill your health taking on all sorts of foot soldiers the foot soldiers like hiding in the background like one guy's got a little cap on and he's pretending he's at the cast register and all of a sudden throws his hat off and runs right out into the fright and he starts <laughs> fighting you i just as, love the humor and as far as i know it's the same voice actors too it is it's oh, all, nice. all the voice actors from the 
cartoon came back to give the voices to the turtles but i don't want to yeah. talk about the game in general too much because we do have a tmnt episode coming up well, and i'd like to save some good. of it except for shredder rest in peace uncle phil all right yeah on. of course because he's <laughs> he's no longer available but i did want to bring it up for the soundtrack because we are talking about music and video games today and the wu-tang clan dropped a couple of tracks just for that game and Get they are amazing they're fantastic. I'm about to clear my desk. Are you serious? I'm 100% serious. <laughs> yeah, the the Wu-Tang Clan dropped a couple of tracks just for that game. They're in levels. They're in boss fights. They're amazing tracks. <laughs> Are you 11? So yeah, it goes, that game soundtrack is very much a mix of old school nostalgia style. Because like, a lot of those tracks sound like they're from the old games. Obviously they aren't. They're made original for this game, but they sound like they could be in those old games. And then you transition into this Wu-Tang Clan brand new song made for this game. It's, it's so great. It's a really great blending of the old and the new, which is kind of what that game is all about. It's taking that old style game and using new style graphics and engines and applying it all to that old style game. It's, it's just great. They give you a lot, nice little power-ups, too, that you can do as well. So it's it's not the quarter-eating difficulty. <laughs> uh, you can actually, like, enjoy the game more and do super moves and things like that. Okay, that's Are you wrong. listening to it right now? No! <laughs> <laughs> I see you bobbing his head over there, and he's like, there's an earthquake. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Just, just make right. sure we keep it out of the chat of the... Let's keep it off of the call here because we don't want to get copyright struck. Oh, yeah. Slammed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. But, well, know, I have a question. If I was going to get in trouble with anybody, it's Wu-Tang. So I, I would brag about that. Yes. <laughs> Wu-Tang Wu Wu-Tang called me up and wanted to copyright strike me. It was the best thing ever. <laughs> so cool. If we were if we were writing a guild history timeline, that would definitely go on there. Wu Tang copyright strike. <laughs> Remember that time right. Ghostface Killer personally called Baron and said he hated him. That was great. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a question for you guys then. So to try to take it off of the uh, the retro for a minute here, make us think a little bit outside the box. How about newer music? I'm talking like. Anything from, let's say, 2015 and up, like in the last seven years. Well, we already mentioned Persona 5. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, yeah. But I know we did a lot of retro music. Like, for instance, FNAF. FNAF has a ton of uh, great remixes out there. Cuphead. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cuphead also has a lot of great remixes out there. And the original music is fun, Cuphead. too. Undertale. Undertale? When was Undertale released? Is that... that that's before 2015, that isn't before. it? That's before? Okay. I'm not sure. I will say probably one of my favorites that is like a more recent uh, release is uh, the Cyberpunk 2077 game. Mm, okay. I actually did not play that. Yeah, but I, it, I mean, I've heard it's good, but it's pretty buggy is what, I've, what I heard. I don't know if it still is. It's gotten better. It's been a while. It's gotten a lot gotten better. better? With, okay. And also, if you're playing it on a good machine, a lot of people are playing Cyberpunk 2077 on their PS4. And while they released it on the PS4... I don't think they shouldn't have. It's just not a strong enough machine to power the game. Mm. If you play it on PC, a good enough PC, play it on PS5, it runs just fine. Okay. Yeah, because like I personally experienced zero bugs. I didn't mod my game. 
I didn't try to run so uh, a bunch of exploits on the game. I played it as intended. It ran perfectly. And to be fair, I did play it on a PS4, and the amount of bugs that I experienced were nothing for like a seasoned Bethesda fan like me. Like if you're used mm-hmm. to playing Bethesda games on release, you're used to there being game-breaking bugs. And honestly, Cyberpunk was nothing like those games as far as the amount of bugs that were in it. Oh, I tried I tried to say something about that on Twitter and got lambasted. I was like, "Man, sorry that you're, you know, hot and salty about this, but jeez." <laughs> so getting back to the music, it does it does have a pretty good soundtrack. Like what would you recommend oh, yeah. uh The whole thing about Cyberpunk 2077's universe is there's an entire group of people, these rocker boys, who the the whole thing is music. Like, their entire life is music. The Keanu Reeves character, Johnny Silverhand, like, his whole deal is he's a rock star. Um, Like, he makes music. And so you get to hear a lot of those tracks, and they are good. Yeah. Nice. Like, uh, Johnny Silverhand's band is, like, rock. I guess for them it would be it wouldn't even be classic rock. It'd almost be like ancient rock. Um, oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> well, what was know, the year I, again, Rick? Well, I, what, what year on. in the future is it? I, I take that back. I take that back. When Johnny Silverhand was playing, it was 2020. Okay. It was 2020. So yeah, it would have been classic rock to them. So, yeah, that's that's the funny thing about cyberpunk is it 2077. But all the events of, like, the flashback with Johnny Silverhand and stuff like that, that was 2020. Mm-hmm. The game mm-hmm. was called Cyberpunk 2020. So, it was, it, you know, when it was set in the... When we were playing in the 80s and 90s, 2020 that was... was the future. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty... It, we're catching up to ourselves. Uh, apparently, uh, George Jessen was born uh, a few days ago, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 31st. Yeah. So, I, I still don't see the... Uh, flying cars and robots uh to to, to do my every whim unless it's a Roomba I guess it's difficult to think of some modern games that have like those really good soundtracks because a lot of the time nowadays if a soundtrack is doing its job you Mm -hmm. will forget about it um it's just kind of Mm -hmm. it melds into as part of the experience and just draws you further into the game Whereas a lot of the soundtracks I think about from my childhood, they straight up rip you out of the game. You're like, man, this song, yeah, I'm a dude. Yeah. And like, it, yeah. it's, it makes it a good game experience, but it's not quote unquote immersive. Um, what about Friday Night Funkin? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know Friday Night Funkin? We have yeah. kids. We know Friday Night oh Funkin. We know Friday Night Funkin. <laughs> yeah, I, I attempted to play Friday Night Funkin, but I am a controller person, not a keyboard and mouse person. That's, so uh, that's my problem. When yeah, I attempted same. to play it on controller, it worked great. You know, up, down, left, and right, we're good. And then on yep. the other side, if you're used to playing DDR on a controller, you use your yeah. your X, Y, A, and B as your up, down, left, and right. But the way that game is coded, um, the Y button is also the quit button. So every time <laughs> I try to press up, which happens to be on the right side, which my, D, my DDR brain just immediately goes to, oh, that's an up arrow. Right. I'm using my right yeah. hand. I'm going to press the Y. It quit the song, and I'd immediately fail it. And so oh. I was like, I'm not going to retrain my brain for this game. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Man, I miss DDR. Yeah, I do oh, as well. Love DDR. I guess it's not, well, 
yeah, that's the one thing with rhythm games. Most rhythm games, a lot of their music comes from unoriginal music, other music from just that particular time and age. DDR is very much that. I think I think it's DDR got a lot of original tracks, music. though. Yeah, like Matt. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the Max uh, songs are originals, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing Beat Saber right now, and uh, it has. Um, I think some of this it has a few uh, original it's tracks, but then a lot of like just. Yeah, technology. Oh yeah, I mean, Beat Saber has lyrics in some of their songs that literally says, we're playing Beat Saber. Like, it's obviously made for (laughs) Beat Saber. Uh (laughs) Which I almost didn't even think of rhythm games until you brought up Friday Night Funkin'. I was, you know, we're talking about music and video games. Of course, rhythm games. Of course, we should be talking about DDR and Beat Saber and uh, Parappa the Rappa and Rhythm (laughs) Heaven. And Donkey Konga. I remember Donkey Konga. I used to be really good at that one. Mm-hmm. You know there was a Britney Spears DDR ver- like version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had that. I have it currently. Oh yeah. Well, there was a. I can't remember if it was Valentine's Day or my wife's birthday, but I asked her what she wanted, and she said she wanted DDR. So, and this was I don't know three or four years ago, not long ago. So I went on Craigslist and found somebody who was selling a PS2 Slim. I bought that for like 30 bucks. And this was when GameStop was still selling PS2 games in like the yellow sleeves. So yeah. I went to GameStop mm-hmm. and just started flipping through yellow sleeves and I bought every single DDR game and every single SingStar game that they had. So now <laughs> I have a PS2 that is nothing but a DDR and karaoke machine. Nice. And I've got like every single one. I, I've got a bunch of the Guitar Hero stuff too. As a matter of fact, I got my I got a couple old plastic guitars. So like my PS2 game is nothing but a rhythm game machine now. Yeah, That's I played awesome. I played Karaoke Revolution when that came out on the PlayStation too. I remember playing Guitar Hero. I remember playing uh, Rock Band. Rock Band. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with a whole bunch of friends, taking out a few guitars, taking out the the, the drum set. Playing the uh, Gamers Halloween to, uh, to Rock Band. I think we did that one year. A lot of people lot don't of realize the original Guitar Hero, they had to re-record all of those songs for Guitar Hero. They got in oh. sound-alikes to sing like the singers. Because when they got all those songs, when they got to the quote-unquote rights to use them, they didn't get the masters. Like, they wouldn't give them a ma- the masters because you're like, you're just a video game company. We're not going to give you the master tracks. So they had no way of separating the guitar from the rest of the music. So one of the cool things about Guitar Hero is if you're not playing the guitar, you don't hear the guitar. Or if you mess up, like it messes up on the track. Mm-hmm. So the only way they were able to do that effect was re-recording every single one of those songs and making their own masters so the guitar track would be separate. If wow. you play through the original Guitar Hero and unlock some of the stuff there, there's actually a making of feature act on the disc where they actually show people going to the booth and re-recording all of those songs so they could make them just for Guitar Hero. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I would not have known that otherwise mm-hmm. if you hadn't said it. Yeah, it's interesting to see like some of the people they got doing the sound-alikes, like they're in the booth singing these songs, and it's like, that guy is not Ozzy, but he sounds exactly like Ozzy. <laughs> I can like him. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as music like from today's games, like I said, everything kind of blends in, so I've got to give mention to like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. talk about how it doesn't have any music, but it does. 
Um, it's got like the piano stings and things like that and that really fit that game really well. Um, one of the things I love about Breath of the Wild versus some of the other quote-unquote modern Zeldas, things like Ocarina of Time and uh, Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, Breath of the Wild is very much a player-curated experience, and mm-hmm. the music lends itself to that. It doesn't rip anything away from you. Like, when I was, I think I talked about this in the Legend of Zelda episode that we did, but, you know, the first time I saw one of the dragons, I had never heard about the dragons. Like, I had been staying offline for spoilers, and I see this dragon flying through the sky, and some of the older modern Zelda games would have immediately ripped the camera from me, focused in on the dragon, played some dragon theme, and been like, hey, look at this dragon. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I got to steer and curate that experience because I wanted to look at the dragon. You don't have to take the camera from me. I'm the one who took the camera and looked up to the dragon and watched it soar across the sky right in time with the beautiful piano notes. It's fantastic. And the way Mm -hmm. they handle music in that game is great because it is a player curated experience. You don't go into a place and immediately changes the music. Now there is a couple times that it does. And the way they do it, because they don't do it all of the time, it really does give you that feeling that they intend to give you. And that's like when you run across a guardian. You run across a guardian and all of a sudden that piano gets really frantic into that guardian theme. Like it really does hit you right in the pit. Like, oh, I need to be afraid right now. Like yeah, this is, happening. yeah, because it doesn't do that I all the time. be here. Yeah. <laughs> and then Especially they don't. At the beginning of the game. <laughs> They don't change the Guardian theme at all. But when you do understand more how that game works and you come back and you fight a Guardian, you're more powerful, more equipped to do it, or even get good at taking out Guardians. Maybe you've got some good shields or the Master Sword um, or some Guardian arrows. When you get good at it, that music, even though it's the exact same music, will give you an entirely different feeling it gives you a feeling of power like oh yeah i'm gonna take this guy out this guy who gave me so much trouble at the beginning of the game and it's all all of those feelings are triggered by the music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good video game music is one that empowers you as the player yep it sucks you more into the game pumps you up or puts you on edge speaking of video games with ambiance in it i would consider this music though i guess it's a bit because sometimes uh, it's just sound effects too can kind of lend itself to its own kind of music fatal frame mm. i kept thinking about uh the music as you're wandering through the mansion uh, or the the haunted uh village sometimes the lack of music too giving you just the sense of dread like it's so deathly quiet it's so deathly quiet <laughs> what's about to happen or just like moaning and groaning a lot of uh, japanese old japanese uh instruments playing as you're uh, being attacked by monsters ghosts coming at you just gives you such a sense of dread and such a sense of horror uh that just adds so much to the game that it's just phenomenal i love fatal frame if you couldn't tell (laughs) really yeah this is mission other modern games i think did really well the newer spider-man games by um the studio it has slipped my mind no not sony sony's the publisher i'm talking about the developer um, I know what you're talking about. The Spider-Man like, and the Miles Morales games. Insomniac. Yep, there it is. Insomniac games. Insomniac. The, the Spider-Man games by Insomniac. Um, Insomniac. Another one that I feel 
people don't talk about the music when they talk about Spider-Man. They talk about how well they did as far as making it an experience playing as Spider-Man, which is a lot of good superhero games do. Like even like the the Batman games, the Arkham games, they talk about how much to make you feel Arkham. like Batman. And the Insomniac Spider-Man games talk about how much to make you feel like Spider-Man. But I, fe- I feel like the soundtrack does a really, especially the Miles Morales one, does a fantastic mm-hmm. job. I also would like to throw in Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, fun, good music, but more, more for me, Odyssey. Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. Odyssey... The music was great, but the best part about it was the uh, sea shanties they did. <laughs> nice. So, like, so you're on, you know, I don't, I don't know if you guys have played, but they're, I've played they're Black a, Flag, and Black Flag did a lot of the shanties too. Well, this is different. Mm-hmm. So they're 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 on the ships, these these ancient Greek ships, and they would sing the sea shanties, but the sea shanties were actually snippets of poems that they have recovered from ancient Greece and they have put music to it and they have actually hired a all male choir and an all female choir to sing the shanties because you could have a crew of all women or all men. Ah, <laughs> cool. So yeah. So it's not that far have, into it. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I mean, fantastic. listen to them. Like, you know, obviously my favorite one is Bacchus teaches me to dance. That was that's a great one, but yeah, there's like a whole list of songs they have in there. I still listen to them actually. I'll, I'll listen to them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, look, I'm not going to say we haven't been giving any Nintendo love, but I can't believe we have gotten this far without mentioning Mario. Okay, no, no, all. no, hold on, hold on. Maybe that was that's been in my mind. That's been on my mind. <laughs> However, I, I felt like we were. It, it's almost like too easy to talk about. Yeah. When we talk about Mario, yeah. the first Legend of Zelda game, fucking Tetris. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I haven't mentioned mm. any of those because those are like, ah, uh, you are the greats that don't need to go mentioned. We speak upon those <laughs> who stand upon your shoulders. <laughs> but these are, these are the old laws and the old rules. We all <laughs> we don't actually mention them. We just kind of agree to them already. Like yes, of yeah. course, Mar the original Mario Overworld. Everyone understands and loves and recognizes immediately. Yep, but or I'd... Doom. You know any of these mm-hmm. things? I'd it, like to. Th- throw out the fact that all of these that you have personally mentioned, except maybe Tetris, because Tetris hasn't changed at all, but Mario, Zelda, Doom, all of these things, as they've gotten new iterations, they have taken that old music and evolved it and expanded upon it, and like all of the new games have fantastic soundtracks. I already kind of gush about Breath of the Wild as far as Zelda goes, but Mario Odyssey, one of the newer Mario games, had fantastic music for every one of those worlds that sounded mm-hmm. very different than your standard Mario music, yet it still fit. Like, it wasn't Mario music, but it was Mario music. Because it definitely fit these new worlds that Mario has never been to anything like these worlds until Mario Odyssey, and it fit those worlds, but it still felt like music from a Mario game. Right. And then Doom... I wouldn't say the newest one, because I haven't played the newest one, but it was one of the newer remakes where they just called it Doom. Um, I want to say it was like a PS3 era game. Not Doom 3. It might have just been called Doom or Doom Eternal. No, Doom Eternal is the new one. I think it was just called Doom. But that soundtrack 
was fantastic. It had me playing that game. For the longest time, I considered deleting it for my PlayStation 3 because it was like an 80 gigabyte game and I had like a 200 gigabyte hard drive. I'm like, this is half my hard drive for this one game. And that's playing it with the disc. I can't imagine if I had just downloaded it as the whole game. But the soundtrack alone, like every time I put that game in and just started blowing the heads off of demons, just like the the music would... I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. I just kept kept it just because of the soundtrack and just being able to go back and play it again you know another game we haven't mentioned yet that's kind of a nostalgic game pokemon <laughs> yeah that's everybody recognizes the theme yeah yeah that's you started again, that's... if you're walking in a if you're walking in a uh, convention hall and you start singing that other people yeah, will people join start to join you yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah God everyone right. knows pokemon theme <laughs> the real trick is getting them to sing along to the pokemon rap <laughs> yeah it's a difficult one to know all the words to <laughs> but you know but but you already we're talking about charles article fairy you know? right 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 <laughs> could you imagine if they put all of 800 and some pokemon in the pokemon now <laughs> yeah uh, boys and girls we're gonna be here a while <laughs> brian david gilbert did that um oh, that's oh, yeah. and it was a fantastic video it's so it's so uh, it's so good to see the doctor from Stardew Valley getting out and doing stuff. <laughs> also, Stardew Valley, Stardew Valley has mm-hmm. a great soundtrack. I, I'm very pleased with it. That is that is one bandwagon I have not jumped on. I haven't played Stardew Valley a whole lot, so I, I can't really speak to that. But I'm sure it does. Yeah. A lot of those comfort I've... games, like they have to have good soundtracks because the amount of time they expect you to spend with them uh stardew valley animal crossing uh, minecraft just mm-hmm. if you're gonna spend a lifetime pretty much in this world you you gotta enjoy the music that you're listening to <laughs> right and then and then you got games like that where you know you have that music that overarching you know you're you're in this area you get this music or this is just the music you get at all times or like Minecraft, it's daytime, you get this music, nighttime, you get this music. All those all have, like, you know, ways of changing your music as well. Like, you know, you find records or music discs or, you know, anything like that where you could just change your music. So, I mean, just adding to that, Minecraft's choices outside of its main music kind of sucks. I'm uh, sorry, anybody that has a uh, penchant for the uh, music discs that you can find in that. But. I, I'm not a fan. Every every, every music disc I find in that thing, it's like, oh, let's listen to see what this is. Boop. Oh, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically Minecraft in music form. <laughs> I I can't say that because I got a pretty good following because of playing Minecraft on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Never got into Minecraft. My kids like My it. Kids like Minecraft. They play that all the time. I tried. Like... I tried really hard, oh, multiple yeah. times, and it's just it's not for me. But then again, yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan of survival games in general, and that's what Minecraft is. It is totally a survival game. Yeah. So you're not a fan of like Don't Starve and those kind of games? No. no? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. I don't... tried Don't Starve. Yeah, I I suck at Don't Starve. I'm so yeah, bad too. at it. now. You throw me into uh, like seven days to die, I'm in it. I, I will. I will last. Don't starve. I'm dead after like five steps. <laughs> yeah, that game will chew you up and spit you out easy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 
we definitely have games. So as a kid, I don't think we concentrated as much uh, on the music of video games when we were growing up. We'll recognize the different uh, soundtracks and whatnot. But I think at a, at a point in time, as we got older, at least for me, I started listening to video game music, like not just playing the game, but actually just listening to the tracks as well. Like it kind of like turned a corner for me where it's not just about playing the game anymore. It's also about listening to these amazing soundtracks. So I guess I, I pose that question to you, assuming you went through a similar experience that I did. What was the one game or game soundtrack that made you say, wow, this, this music is amazing. I, I want to listen to this, not just play the game, but actually like listen to the music. Ocarina of Time. Mm. I have to go with Ocarina of Time. Like, I could have listened to those songs over and over and over again growing up. Loved those songs. For me, there was a time when I realized I wanted to listen to the, just listen to the music. And then many, many years later, I was actually able to. Like, mm -hmm. in the era where I started realizing I wanted to listen to video game music, that was Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era. With, mm. like I said, previously sonic the hedgehog and then of course zelda and mario and things like that on the the super nintendo street fighter things like that but there wasn't really a way to do it mm -hmm. they weren't releasing or at least not that i ever saw you know obviously i'm sure it was out there somewhere but then we're releasing you couldn't go buy a cassette tape with sonic the hedgehogs 2 soundtrack on it music the first time i actually ever had like a soundtrack cd was for uh, Smash Brothers Melee. Nice. And I listened the to Ocarina that. Ocarina of Time. I would literally play the Ocarina in the game just so I could listen to the music. <laughs> I made my own soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, I, don't this. I don't actually want to go to that place where it teleports me, but I want to listen to this song. What's that old boombox you used to have that um, you could push the report button on? Like that was the like whole a walk of that. Like, like a, a walk talk boy. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Like a talk boy. Talk yeah, talk boy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining her playing an ocarina to a talk boy. Like, I really want to listen to this back. Yeah. <laughs> Had to play a couple of the songs on the ocarina. That's, it's impressive. That is very impressive. Probably couldn't do it now. It's been so long. <laughs> For me, it would be Super Mario 64. My mom, I used to have an old boombox uh, that had both CD and, and uh, tape capability. In fact, you could put the CDs in and you could record it to a tape and then you have a copy of it and now you're able to listen to it. And that's exactly what I did because I got a uh, copy of the Super Mario 64 soundtrack back when I was like maybe a, a uh, early teenager. And that was the first video game soundtrack, I'd say, that I, I can be like, yes, I listen. And I still have a copy of it up on YouTube <laughs> Music that I uploaded it to so I could keep a copy of it. But uh, yeah, just listening to the fire. I don't, I don't know what the different soundtracks are called, but Bomb Bomb, Battlefield, the, the Lava World, Facing Bowser. I would listen to that all the time. The the, uh, the water levels. Yeah. <sighs> water levels. <laughs> we don't speak of the Zelda water levels. We, <laughs> Mario water levels are more fun. <laughs> Speaking of uh, listening to your favorite video game soundtrack, you might want to relax in the bath and listen to your favorite video game soundtrack, in which case you should check out our affiliate, Geeky Clean, who uh, are proud to present their monthly Dice Bomb subscription box, the ultimate Dice Goblin enabling service. If you sign up now, the first Dice Bomb you will receive will be August's Kiwi, Watermelon, and Blood Orange Scented Bath Bomb with fantastic Frogos dice inside. 
and then each month you will receive a carefully curated dice bomb complete with a complete set of premium resin dice for your TTRP collection. Get 10% off with our link or discount code Guild Decree. And I have checked, our discount code does stack with their new weekly dragon deals. Every week they have a new dragon deal where you can get 25% off one of their products and our 10% off when you use discount code Guild Decree does stack with that. So... If I were relaxing in the bath and listening to a video game soundtrack, I'm going back to Kirby because that was one of the things that I would leave my NES on for when I was cleaning my room. I had an NES in my room with a 14-inch TV, and I would literally start a game of Kirby and let it run while I would clean my room just so I could listen to the music. And if, And I think... That's something I might do this weekend, is put on the Kirby soundtrack and relax in the bathtub. Yeah, if I'm going to relax in the bath to a video game soundtrack, I think I would have to do Journey. That's a good one. The that music cool. from Journey is just so relaxing. Especially at the end of the game. Yeah, that the, last, uh, the last song. Yeah, you're climbing the mountain of snow, mm-hmm. and then you finally reach the, pe- pe- the peak, yeah. and you're flying around. Uh, it's It's very ethereal. Yeah. That's a game that really um, plays along with its soundtrack. Like you, it does. Like the gameplay and the the soundtrack really intertwine there. You know what? We've talked about nostalgic. Like we're talking about when we were kids, and we talked about today. Let's let's try to go through era by era. We've talked about a lot of the eight bit and sixteen bit era. Let's talk about the PlayStation One, Nintendo sixty four era. Do you have any? that you, you really want to talk about from that era? Other than Super Mario 64, obviously. <laughs> and Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to talk about games that really hit on the ambiance and everything like that. It, it was great. The first Resident Evil. Uh, I didn't really play any of the other ones. The first one, though, I, I played with a friend as soon as we got out of school. Went over to his house, spent the night. We played as soon as we got home, all the way up to about, I don't know, five in the morning. Mm-hmm. We, and we, we beat the game. But middle, nice. of the night, middle of the night, we're hitting all that scary shit. So it was, <laughs> it was great. I actually played the first Resident Evil when it was re-released on the GameCube. I did not have a PlayStation back in the day. And I know you're not a fan of zombies. So. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like the zombie games. I love the zombie games. But, uh, yeah, I, I played it on the GameCube, and that was also, yeah, an amazing game. Great soundtrack. Definitely sucked you in, made you feel like you're uh, exploring a mysterious mansion. Monsters can come out at any time. Dog, um, another dog great soundtrack. The window. Yeah, <laughs> randomly. <laughs> I just want to go get the item at the end of the hall. <laughs> they tripped you up uh, with the for- GameCube version of that, too. Because, I, I mean, being that the GameCube yeah. version was probably the first time you played it, it probably didn't trip you up as much as someone who'd played the original. But anyone who played the original knows that the dogs jumped through that window in that hallway. And when they made the GameCube remake, the first time you walk through that hallway, they don't do it. Like, you're waiting for it to happen. You're like, I know the dogs. And, like, you creep your way down that hallway and make it all the way down to the end, and they don't jump through the window. It's not until you come back, and that's when the dogs come through the window, and they really know how to surprise you all over again. Nice. Another good PlayStation game uh, with a good soundtrack. It's Kingdom Hearts. That's Disney. Like, would, it's Disney and Square yeah. Enix. I mean, like, it's two yeah, things that you know are going to yeah. give you good music. 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Kari Utada. I mean, she does really good music. Simple, clean. Mm-hmm. Definitely got that playful vibe all throughout the rest of it, too. Yeah. He's in the Disney vibes. And the remixes, remixes of the Disney song. Yeah, and, puts yeah. a good spin to it. And they haven't done better than Simple and Clean with any of the sequels, in my opinion. I don't know. I really love Face Face Your Fears. I mean, Simple and Clean, yeah, definitely hits the nostalgia right in the feels. But just Skrillex being put into the mix, like, that's that's real good stuff. Did we progress past the 90s and I didn't realize it? We're kind of still in it. We started with PlayStation and then just went with the PlayStation game, so... Kingdom yeah, Hearts is technically a- PS2, but you can technically I take know. us right back into PS1 if you'd like. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, Goldeneye. Rebooting Baron. There you Goldeneye. go. Oh my god, Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah. Oh man. The pause menu. Oh yeah, <laughs> just the, the pause, pause menu. menu. Everything. Ugh. <laughs> just like... I love yeah. it. I'm James Bond, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say Chrono Trigger. That was uh, the PS1 era. Has a lot of really great original music. I got to bring it back to one that Meg mentioned and say Crash Bandicoot because that was yeah. that was a bonding experience with my mom and my sister and my brother. Like a lot of times, we would play Crash Bandicoot together all on one save file and try to beat the whole thing together. And so a lot of those tracks are also burned into my mind from you know it being a good family experience from hanging out, you know, with my mom and my brother and my sister and playing through a lot of those levels, you know, a lot of those tracks get stuck in your head. Final Fantasy oh. 7, 8, and 9. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally <laughs> just about to say that, and I was yep, like, I, I know, know I'm going to trigger her, and then she beat me to the punch. <laughs> I mean, uh, they, they all have good songs. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, too, uh, just, just because we seem to just skipped right past a lot of my formative years, a lot of the Atari games and Gauntlet. Um, Gauntlet mm-hmm. was another big one for me. A lot of the arcade games like Joust and Tron. Tron had a great soundtrack in the movie and in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's impressive what, what they could do with what they had, too. Because a lot of times yeah. when it came to games like that, the amount of space that you had on one of those arcade boards, on one of those old cartridges adding another layer to the music meant you were losing a color in the game or losing uh, a movement or something like that. You had to decide where you wanted to spend that. So a lot of time music got shortchanged. So what they were able to do with the amount of tracks they had was really impressive. I I think Mega Man is a really good example. Like if you listen to like a lot of the music from the Mega Man's on the NES, you can tell like, Mega Man 2, it might have been Mega Man 1 as well, but Mega Man 2 doesn't have the color black in it. Like, it's not stored on the cartridge. So, like, what they do is they use negative space. Like, they literally don't color something in the game. Uh And because the screen does not light up in that space, it looks black. So, they really... Clever. They literally... Now, there are spots where you can tell. Like, there are, like, enemies that have a whole lot of black in their eyes, and if they get in front of something, like, it's... You can see whatever's behind them in their eyes. But by saving that space, they're able to put in another layer on the the musical track. And it shows. I mean, like the tracks, especially once again, I'm going to say Mega Man 2 is probably my favorite of the bunch has some that'll get stuck in your head forever. 
Dr. Wily stage, the first stage. Oh, yeah. What about Battletoads? <laughs> the opening of Battletoads is pretty awesome. <laughs> Anyone who ever worked at a certain store where you might stop for games, um, yes. we, we don't talk about Battletoads. <laughs> is that a guild decree? We don't talk about Battletoads? <laughs> Oh, n- no, because I know it's going to come up again. I'm not going to make that a guild decree because it's only for those of us who did work at that particular store where you might stop for games. Um, we'll mention that store. <laughs> yeah, because people liked to prank call that store on an almost daily oh, yeah? basis. And yeah. one of the most popular prank calls was, do you guys have Battletoads? Really? And yeah, Why? it got... Look, it was so popular. Like, it was so countrywide when rare released their retro games collection and it had battle toads on it they mm-hmm. sent us all pins that we could wear on our shirts and our badges that said ask me about battle toads oh gosh because people would ask gamestop employees so much do you carry battle toads and now we could be like yep we've got it it's on the rare retro collection are you coming to pick it up i'll hold it for you <laughs> Wow, I remember Battletoads. I could not I could not get through the first world without using a game genie. It was that hard, that stupid level where it looks like you're in a brain jumping on on a speeder from platform to platform. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> uh, All yeah, right, speaking of Mega Man games, um the the Mega Man X games also has a lot of really great original music as well. The Storm Eagle stage, the Boomer Kawanger stage, Spark Mandrel, uh a lot of uh, just nice techno beats to it uh that received a ton of remix love too. Let's go ahead and move on to the the next era, like the the PS2 era. What was the PS? What systems were the PS? Was the PS2 competing with? You had Kingdom the PlayStation Hearts. Two. <laughs> you had the original <laughs> Xbox and GameCube. That's what we're talking about now. We're talking about GameCube, original Xbox, PS2. Halo. Final Fantasy X falls in that category. Mm-hmm. That's that's PlayStation. That is PlayStation. That's 2. PlayStation yeah. Two. But you said Halo. I absolutely. Everyone recognizes the Halo theme. Mm-hmm. Halo definitely left its mark in a big way. And like a lot of people, it was for the gameplay, but that soundtrack was a, a landmark, if you will. Yeah. 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 I mean, it is. Everybody references it still to this day. Not everybody, but you know what I mean? So a lot of people reference it to this day. But I, I do think it's like the Final Fantasy X thing that you brought up. Wasn't there like a whole music sequence in there? Like they were in a band? Or was that X2? I knew I X2. Think that's X2. That's X2. Yeah. But mm-hmm. didn't they do a band in X? Uh, no. They, they their big thing was the the water oh. sport game where tide um ball. yeah tide ball sure <laughs> I don't remember what's called blitz ball blitz ball oh. what a, uh, I'm sorry. sorry here's my Final sorry. Fantasy nerd sorry. card I'm sorry I I yeah. played so much blitz ball yeah I played blitz ball more than I played Final Fantasy ten. Which a lot of people give me a lot of crap for. A lot of people talk about how bad Blitzball was, and they're like, how can you spend so much time playing Blitzball? It sucked. And I'm like, screw you, Blitzball was amazing. Guess who... Guess who, hang of it. guess who worked Blitzball into 3rd edition D&D? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, like, Final Fantasy X has a lot of good songs. Like, Another World. Mm-hmm. 
Xanarkin. You went like the hard rock. <laughs> yeah. The battle of sin. Yeah. Xanarkin. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, what is the song that yes. Yuna and Titus oh. when they're in the wa- uh, water? What is that called? It's not Xanarkin. It's no. I know what you're talking about though. Ah, uh, the name of it is escaping me. We all know what you're talking about. Everybody listening knows yeah. what you're talking about. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okami was out around oh, that Oh, Sudakidane. I was actually oh, yeah, waiting to bring up Okami. I was... <laughs> what I love about Okami is Okami almost doesn't even have sound effects in its game. Like, all of its sound effects, they use, like, Japanese instruments to create the sound effect. And it blends right into its soundtrack. There are some sound effects there, but they almost... Even when there are just sound effects, they, like, lap music over top of it. The way... That whole game is about art, and they don't lack on the music side of it at all. Yep. What about Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> Snake Eater. That's, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 was yeah. on the PS2. I do love a good Snake Eater. Shadow of the The Claw. entire sequence is just yep. him climbing up a ladder. I know! <laughs> the whole song... Shadow um, of the Colossus was... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. That's another one where, like with Breath of the Wild, they have the understated part where you're just riding around and exploring the world, and then you actually find the Colossus, and you get into that music of that Colossus. It's a lot of, like, when you come against a Guardian in Breath of the Wild. Just the way... That's another one of those games that's very open world, very do-what-you-want-to-do, and they're using kind of music as an understated weapon they're just like they know when to use it and it yeah shadow of the colossus is a great pull i don't know if this is it, it's it's a pc game not a console game but Did portal that area oh portal well, portal was re-released on a console ps3 on playstation 3 but it originally came out on mm-hmm. pc okay yeah and it, yeah. It, when it came out of the pc that would have been around that ps2 xbox gamecube era when yeah. it finally was released on console, it was on the PS3 in, as part of the Orange Box. That's where I experienced it, was the Orange Box mm-hmm. uh, combination. I, I think it was originally released side. on the Orange Box on PC as well. I think it was when the PC I did the Orange Box. Like, Portal was just, it was, wasn't originally released as its own game. It was just like an add-on. Be like, oh, thank you for buying all these Half-Life games. Here's Portal! And, it, right. yeah. and then it became yeah. such a phenomenon. Uh, for the GameCube side, I was going to suggest uh, Mario Sunshine. And even uh, Super Mario Galaxy, I think that, that was also on uh, GameCube, wasn't it? Or was I, that Wii? I know it was on Wii. I don't know if they also released it. On, no, it was just Wii. Because they had that uh, Wii? Okay. Yeah, they had that Wii pointer functionality. Okay. But other well, definitely games, Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, definitely Sunshine. And on the GameCube side, I already brought up the fact that I had the Smash Brothers Melee soundtrack. Um, that I would listen to separately. And Melee not only had a lot of their own original tracks, but it was another one of those cases of remixes where they would remix a lot of original tracks from the games that the fighters were from. And they did a fantastic job with that. They're still doing that to this day in the Smash Brothers franchise. Mm -hmm. I will just throw in there just all the Tony Hawk games, just while we're talking. (laughs) All of them. At least all the ones that fit on those three consoles we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. That's like the Tony Hawk game. We'll just, we'll, we'll just automatically <laughs> assume as we reach each era that Baron just is like, and the Tony Hawk game from that era. 
Well, there were Dance Dance Revolution games for the PlayStation 2. That's oh, yeah. true. That earlier. That is very true. We, yeah. we had it on Xbox. <sighs> Love DDR. Mm. Yep. Was Guitar Hero that was on PS2. Is that 360? Yeah. Um, was PlayStation 2? Okay. It, yeah, it was PlayStation 2, 360. Well, it was both. I know it started on PS2, and then, like, the original Guitar Hero, I don't think, was on 360. And then okay. 360, I think, came out before the PS3 did, even though they would technically be, like, the same era. And, like, Guitar Hero 2 came out on 360 and PlayStation 2. And then I think there was 3, and then there was World Tour. And I want to say World Tour was the first one on PlayStation 3, but it might have been Guitar Hero 3. But those were definitely on... But 2 through World Tour, I know, were all on 360 as well. Have you ever played a game called Odin Sphere? I've heard of it. I have not played it. Oh, that's such a great game. Beautiful artistry, beautiful music. It's it's North mythology uh, at its best. Valkyries and all that good stuff. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, that was a PlayStation 2 era, so that's why I, I was trying to think of other games that happened in PS2 that came to mind. Oh, what? Ico. Oh, Ico, yeah. Ico. Oh, yeah, Ico. Ico. Well, I mean, if you're going to bring up Shadow of the Colossus, I mean, yeah. Ico is the same same developers. I think it's even might even be confirmed that they're the same universe, like one is a sequel to the other. They, they actually come sold as, pa- as a pack now. Like, if you get Ico, you get Shadow of the Colossus and vice versa. Oh, another good PlayStation 2 game uh, would be Persona 3. I don't know if anybody else has played that one. I have I not. I okay. Persona 3 is a lot of fun. Not as good as 5, but it's still really good. <laughs> and it has some really good like music. I think it's the same person that did 3 and 4 did the music. But I can't remember. I've only played through 5. I started playing 4 during a 24-hour stream, but that's all I've played of it. I haven't gotten back to it since that 24-hour stream. I really should. But you still haven't met Nalto yet, have you? No. <sighs> um, gosh. But one of our guild members, Ryan, yeah, uh, dig- Digital Lodgings on Twitch, is playing through Persona 3 on his live stream right now. So you can yeah, I like check Persona out some of that 3. music. Should we move on to the next era? Yeah, it's it's difficult because the next era would be like the Wii, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 era. And that's such a long era. That console generation held on for so long compared to previous generations so it's, it's going to be a big one and we're going to forget a lot of stuff another cool thing about this particular era about i would say halfway through this era is when the big push to games that are new games but they feel like retro games became a big thing making games like braid and uh, shovel knight super meat boy Games that felt like they were retro games, but they were games from today, and they used retro-style soundtracks um, to almost give you that feeling of nostalgia with it being a new game. That's that's all Minecraft. That's 100% Minecraft. Yeah, and that's 360 era right there. Like, we're right in it. A bit of an obscure game with a good soundtrack. Uh, Alice Madness Returns. Yes. I haven't yes. played that in a long time. Yeah, yeah I know that what was... you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that fits That's in like a, a nice little genre where you had Alice Madness Returns, Psychonauts, Death Junior, games like that that 
were really trippy and wonky, and they had soundtracks to match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the Fallout series runs in the PlayStation, the Xbox 360 era of that time. Your, mm-hmm. your Fallout 3s, mm-hmm. your oh. New Vegas, yeah, your um, Bioshocks. Oh yeah, Bioshock as well. Yeah, Bioshock. Speaking I actually games that have excellent ambiance. Go ahead, yeah. Forgot at the original Xbox section, um, my introduction to the Elder Scrolls. Mm. Morrowind. Is that be Morrowind. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oblivion yeah. was 360. Yeah, and that soundtrack really, really stuck with me. I played Skyrim. I think on the 360. Skyrim has been part of every era since the 360. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So many re-release Skyrims on everything. Yeah. And, and Skyrim does definitely have a very powerful. At least, I mean, even its theme song is just. It, it, it the Ballad powerful. of the Dragonborn. Right. That's it, right. But I think that that theme song alone definitely captures the theme of the of the game, where you're playing a person with a powerful with voice that's der- a voice that is full of power, a power derived from the voice. Right. So you know when you have that the big like you know the opening of that song where they're it just sounds like they're doing shouts that chorus is doing shouts and then they hop right into the Dovahkiin, Dovahkiin, and it just goes <laughs> off like, it's great. It's great. I can hear that song like in my head right now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners are having it play in our heads right now. Their heads right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That trailer really hit at home too, like when they were initially announcing and, and showing that game and coming out. It was probably one of the biggest midnight releases i ever worked if you don't count call of duty at the I place don't. that you stop for games would you consider first person shooters to have good music to it yeah. it's generally as yeah yeah i, I, get, like I halo hey oh, well, we already yeah. talked about halo, halo. we talked was, about golden thinking, eye some of the yeah. some of the bigger ones now <laughs> I, I was thinking more of your call of duties and your battlefields and since we're um, in this era spec ops the line is is a big one that's a first person shooter that will really mess with your head if you play through the story i'm not going to go into it because i'm not going to leave any spoilers because i feel like it's a game that was kind of slept on there's still a lot of people that haven't played it and don't know about like the twists and turns of that game and you can still get it on like steam and stuff like that for pretty cheap so please go out and play it but um the soundtrack for that was great i feel like call of duty probably started with good soundtracks and it's just kind of it's not their focus anymore so probably not the best they're not like nobody's gonna go oh modern warfare 3 is one of my favorite soundtracks ever you know Mm -hmm. um they might talk about the music and call of duty as a whole but none of those games individually are like you know what this game that's that's a banger of a soundtrack i originally like the call of duty my call of duty was like all World World War Two stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, the soundtracks didn't really match. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you heard maybe some snippets of music, but I mean, a lot of that stuff is just you know you running around and I I, I don't know. It, I almost feel like they don't play soundtracks and music over that stuff because they don't want you to be distracted by yeah, because you want to be able to hear people running around or sneaking in a in a room or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I guess there are theme songs and, you know, there's loading screens. So, I mean, I don't know. 
if you're playing the story mode, I can see where you may want to have a good soundtrack to it because you're trying to suck yourself into this the story right. that's going on. But, but that's yeah. no longer the focus of Call of Duty games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. early on, like I was saying, like the if you just got games, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Big Red One, for example, for the PlayStation Two. Um, if you that play through the story, yeah, they do have good music there in Big Red One, but it's no longer the focus of those right. games, um, which is why they're not going to... They Now, you've already bought, brought up several really good first-person shooters have really good uh, uh, soundtracks. We don't think of them as first-person shooters because they're story games to us. Games like Fallout, mm -hmm. games like Bioshock. Uh, I was talking about Borderlands earlier. Um, these are story <laughs> games to us. We don't think about it when we're talking about first-person shooters like Call of Duty. I tell people all the time, I don't like first-person shooters, but three of my top favorite games are first-person shooters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't like first-person shooters, but, like, you look at Borderlands, Fallout, Bioshock, they're all first-person shooters, but I love those games, and they all have great Good soundtracks. Point, that's a good point, though. A lot of those games are very story-focused, where the Call of Duties and Battlefields are more on the multiplayer side of things, and I think that plays a lot into where their focus has been. It hasn't been on the music. It's been more on the gameplay. Not that those other games didn't have focus on gameplay. They absolutely do, but it's not what they're known for. Which, let me let me be clear. If you're listening to this and the Call of Duty games are like your style of gaming, I'm not crapping on that style of gaming. If that's for you, that's oh, no. for you. It's just not for me. I'm I'm here for the story. Which, speaking of which, as long as we're RPGs. in, as long as we're in the PS3 era, uh, that newest God of War game, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, like I keep giving this uh, praise to this game because it is a single shot. Like if you were talking about God of War as if it were a movie, um, when I say God of War, I, I'm calling it God. Of, it should be God of War four, uh, whatever the newest one is that they just called God of War. Mm -hmm. um, I know what you're talking about. If you yeah. were looking at it like a movie, it would be one unbroken single shot. They never cut the camera, right? And the same way, the music is never cut. That soundtrack is continuous, and the way they can make it blend from track to track, depending on what you're doing at any given time, is masterful. Agreed. And God of War, the entire series, has always been great as far as the music goes. Like That music will get you pumped to rip some guys in half. So, I haven't played this game myself, but I know it's very popular. Red Dead Redemption. Have you ever played How's It's Music? If you like Western movies, you'll like okay. Red Dead Redemption, and you will like its soundtrack. Yeah, um, yeah. I have Does not have played... have a lot of Western-style music to it? Like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, it fits, it fits its theme. And not only does it have Western music as far as like music that would be of that era, but it also has the music that plays in Western movies that romanticize that era. So okay. it's it's really good in that way. Now, I haven't played the newer Red Dead Redemption games. I only played the earlier ones, which a lot of people don't realize the original Red Dead Redemption is a sequel in itself to Red Dead Revolver and some of the earlier games, which I, I see you celebrating back there. I wasn't a big fan of Red Dead Revolver. I loved um, it. I loved it. <laughs> but I did really like Red Dead Redemption, the first one. I just haven't played the, the second one. I, I don't know why. I just haven't. It's not like I've been avoiding it or anything. It's just I haven't sought it out. But it did really like the first Red Dead Redemption, and the music was really good. Final Fantasy 13 has got good music, too. 
Mm-hmm. Blinded by Light, I think is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, Blinded that by Light, is the... like the main like battle music. Uh-huh. That was pretty uh, yeah. pretty toe-tapping. A lot of the characters' themes, like Snow has a good theme, Sarah has a good theme, Lightning has a good theme. Like it's just good music. I actually think I have that soundtrack. I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah. Somewhere. I'm really bummed that we can't like play a lot of these songs while we're talking about it here because of oh. copyright strike and things like that. Because a lot of this, look, if you're listening to this podcast, I know we aren't getting into a lot of the minutia of video game soundtracks and what it can do. And we're repeating ourselves a lot. And we're just being like, oh, this game, that had good music. And oh, this game, that had good music. I'm hoping that what we're doing here is making you think of that music and putting smiles on your faces like that are on ours right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping it's just bringing you back to those times and you're playing the music in your head just like I am. Personally, yeah. just hope you're rushing out to get the Tony Hawk 2 Pro Skater, <laughs> Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack and listen to it. Is what I'm hoping. It makes you want to replay some of these games. <laughs> Leave your thoughts in the comments what you think about uh, Tony Hawk. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, in looking at our demographic, honestly, I think a lot of the people that listen to this podcast have probably never played a lot of the games that at least formulated my love of video game music. So I, I would like to think that these things that we're throwing out there, we're going to have some younger people that are listening and be like, oh, I've never heard of that game. If they like that music, maybe I'll go check it out. I mean, or at least at the very least, go listen to the music. You know? Oh, speaking of, you need to check out this game for the music, which a lot of people probably have not because this game did not sell well, and it breaks my heart every time I look at its critic score, every time I look at the numbers. But since we're in the PS3 era, please, please go buy yourself a copy of Brutal Legend, especially oh. if you still have a PS3 because you can probably pick it up for like 25 cents at this point if you're buying it on steam it's still like 10 bucks i think but if you have a ps3 still somewhere you can usually get the game for about 25 cents somewhere brutal legend uh starring jack jack black as eddie riggs and just an entire soundtrack full of metal and the entire game is focused on the metal. It's all about the metal. Like, from the combat to the boss battles to the exploration, one of the main weapons you have is an electric guitar that you pull out licks on in order to do your summons and special attacks. Please play Brutal Legend. That sounds like a Jack Black game. Oh, yeah, very much so. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Tim Schafer, had a double fine, so the same guy who made games like Psychonauts and Grim Fandango and stuff like that. And you, you put... A mind like that together with someone like Jack Black. Fantastic experience. Yeah, it's on my wish list. I'm I'm just waiting to get it. Oh, there's just too much for this era. There's too much. Oh, yeah. Well, once again, talking about games that look like retro games, but they're new games. Shovel Knight came out around the PS3 era. era and they went I'll way wait. harder than yeah, they need to. Oh, was it? Yeah, huh. they went way harder than they needed to on Shovel Knight in general like as far as how much work they put into the graphics and the gameplay but the soundtrack as well having each night and each world it's very reminiscent of Mega Man in that way because every night has their own theme each world has its own theme and they definitely use the modern technology to make more advanced music than they would have been able to do on the NES but it doesn't sound that way it feels like it still belongs even though it's it is more advanced 
I, I'm going to bring this up only because I've never played the game and I've only been exposed to the soundtrack. But it also fits in this retro style. It looks very retro. It's called Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I actually played the um, the Zelda rendition of that. I I was today years old when I found out that that was an actual game. Oh yeah. Yeah it's, yeah. It, yeah. I, it, it, it's popped up in my uh, Spotify before, and I just started listening to it, and I was like, oh, I'll just throw a few more of these in here. Didn't even know it was a game. Just listening to its music. Yeah, I, I played it. Um, yeah, it's Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is the uh, the version I played, which is uh, a, it's not really a sequel to it. It's more like just a collaboration between mm-hmm. Nintendo and and the the makers of that game. But uh, yeah, that was uh, it was quick too. Uh, I actually got through it pretty fast, but I enjoyed my whole journey through it. So uh, I have not played the original, but uh, yes, the music is phenomenal. Cadence of Hyrule, it wasn't a DLC, but it felt like a DLC as far as how long it was. If you did enjoy that game and you like that type of gameplay, I would recommend going back and checking out the original. It is much longer, a much more full experience. Crypt of the Necrodancer is another one of those ones that the music and the gameplay are so tied together. Because, Baron, I'm assuming since you hadn't played it, you don't really know how the gameplay works for Crypt of the Necrodancer. Right. And you move to the beat of whatever song it is that you're listening to. Yep. So every time you move your character and every time you make an attack, it has to be done to the beat of the song. Um, and the enemies and everything, they all move to the beat of the song too. So you're not only listening, you are playing to the beat of that song. And you can do different power-ups that'll let you speed up the the, uh, the beat or slow down the beat too. Mm-hmm. mess around with the beat it, it's it was a lot of fun so it's definitely one where the music and the gameplay are uh inescapably tied together very i would love cool. to see more games like that would use his rhythm in a very unusual way I i've seen a couple usual way i've seen a couple indie developers on tiktok and i wish i could come up with their names off the top of my head where they're making yeah. games just like that i've seen more than more than a couple where they're making games where the music and the gameplay are tied together, and I'll be excited when they actually make them. Well, apparently, sorry, guild members, but by the time you hear this, the sale will be over. But Crypt of the Necro Dancer is eighty percent off on Steam right now. Uh, yeah. I'm buying that. Buying that before I go to bed tonight. It's it's two ninety nine. You damn right. Oh, that's I'm a steal. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be playing that on my stream. Wait. Nice. Will they ding me for that? No, no. it's it's fine. Okay. I honestly I'd be more afraid of the Cadence of Hyrule one because there was a while when Nintendo was like cracking down on all content creators who were using their games. Like in general. Like if you were doing a Nintendo game let's play, like they were like, No, we want a piece of that. Like you're not monetizing that, it's ours. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. pretty bad. When Persona 5 first came out and Atlas was like, no, you can't play this on stream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they've backed off since then, first of all. And second of all, if you just did the the standard Crypt of the Necro Dancer, you're fine. Cool. Oh, yeah, but I, yeah. I had to. It's like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, two ninety nine. <laughs> well, again, sorry, guild members. By the time you hear this, that sale will be over. Welcome back to the fourteen ninety nine regular price of Crypt of the Necro Dancer. <laughs> 
But uh, go ahead and uh, go ahead and wish list sure. it, and yeah. then you'll be notified the next time it goes on sale. Oh, that's true. That's true. The same thing with Brutal Legend. Wish list it. <laughs> what about uh, Civilization Four? I never got into the Civ games. Yeah, but the soundtrack from Civilization Four, the main theme, is Baba really Yetu. good. Baba Yetu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never really got into the like Civ games, so I can't really speak to that. But I'll take your word it's for like it. A, it's like an African tune, but it's 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 actually the Lord's Prayer in um, Swahili. Oh, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of a video game. Is it called Video Games Remix? Video Games Live. Video Games Live. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they did a rendition of that song. Yeah, it was, uh, really it was beautiful. Good. Uh, we we uh, watched them when they were in uh, Baltimore yep. uh, at the uh, Opry House. Yes. Yeah. Baltimore Sympathy Orchestra. Symphony. I just say sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> Symphony. Let's let's like I said, I knew this era was going to take up a bunch of time. All right. <laughs> After that, we had the uh, what was it? Xbox One, PS4, Wii U era. So. She had mentioned earlier, and I'm pretty sure that this game fell during that era, Hollow Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hollow Knight has a beautifully haunting soundtrack uh-huh. that just, speaking of, of music that immerses you into it, every part of, um, what's the place that he's exploring? Deep um, Nest. Hollow Nest. Hollow Nest, yeah. Yeah. I will say, Hollow Knight in general is a game is a game that has never made me feel this more where I want to rage quit that game so many times <laughs> where like I lose such a high amount of currency and then I die again before I can get back to my ghost. And I'm just like, Oh, this is, this sucks so much, <laughs> but the music is what keeps me going. I'm like, I can't turn this off because I am enjoying the music of this world so much. So mm-hmm. hollow Knight is definitely a good pull because no game's soundtrack has ever kept me from rage quitting the way Hollow Knight has. So your Persona 4, no, that was PlayStation 2. Persona 5 was PlayStation 4. So yeah, bringing you back to our our top pick, Persona 5. Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Yeah, that also had a lot of great music. music. A lot of great <laughs> gameplay. Final Fantasy games in general just have good music. I'll also say... PS3 and PS4 leading into PS4 era was the Nier series. You had Nier mm-hmm. followed oh, by Nier Autonoma. And I, I better I honestly think the original Nier game has a better soundtrack than Autonoma or Autonoma or however you want to say it does. Yeah. My wife played through and I think she platinumed the original Nier game. And I used to sit in the room and watch her play that game just because of how awesome that music was. This is this is about where my uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes into play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, and uh, Nino Kuni. Mm-hmm. Nino Kuni. This is where we get Ghibli in video games, which in- includes fantastic music. I've never played it, but it's got to have good music. Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, if if you go, if you assume, if we extrapolate upon the information, I've never played Grand Theft Auto Five, but I definitely played Grand Theft Auto Four and Vice City and Grand Theft Auto Three, and if we assume that the music being from those games was that good, we would assume that Five, we would assume it didn't fall off. Right. 
So, it, you know what? If anybody's played game Grand Theft Auto Five, let us know what you think. Because, you know, I don't know. Around this era is when I was more of a Saints Row guy. Like, Saints Row oh. 4. Uh, like, I was playing that instead of Grand Theft Auto Five, And I mean, that... That was good music, right? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, very similar as far as the way it uses the radio and things like that. Persona 4 Golden came out on PlayStation 3. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one's got some good music, too. And is now uh, available on Steam. Yeah. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 was released on uh, <laughs> in 2020. That counts, Re-released, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I'm really sounding like a big Tony Hawk Pro Skater stand. <laughs> It's, yeah, I, I, just because of the soundtrack. Content. It's just because of the soundtrack. I've only played one game, and it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. No, no, wait. It was two and three. I've played two and three. That's it. I, that's all I've played. But, I mean, th- those songs really encapsulated what was going on at the time, and it, it was great. I loved it. I mean, I'll back you up as far as the rest of the series goes. I mean, one of my favorites was American Wasteland, and that was around the GameCube era, and I know the soundtrack was still amazing. I'm going to throw something out there. The Scott Pilgrim vs. the World game. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, we all played that. Three fourths of this podcast right now played that game together. I don't know, remember what it was for. It might have been for a Gamer's Halloween, and we just ended up. I think it was a Gamer's Halloween. Yeah, and we yeah. played we that game. Yeah. We played it from beginning to end, like all the way yeah. through, just leveling up the character so we'd be able to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... It, was the game is Halloween, or was it the end of the end of the world party? It could have been either. It might have been the end of the world party. I think I remember yeah. wearing that vault jumpsuit during it, so I think it was the end of the world party. Yeah. Nice. What about Dark Souls? I, I'm not much of a player myself, but have either of you... Um, can you speak to the music of that? Um, I don't know much about Dark Souls, but I've been watching other people play Elden Ring. And I know mm. they're like in a similar vein, and I know the music sounds pretty epic. Mm. I mean, I don't see myself. Um, well, I actually I played Bloodborne a lot, which is another one of those types of games. I mean, I didn't make it very far, but I still played it a lot because I'm just I I don't get good. <laughs> I understand and feel your pain. I think I think they did a great job in the music for what the game was, but I don't see myself listening to that music outside of playing those games. It's very epic, it's very broad, it's very sweeping, it's very good for the type of game it is, but I'm not going to be like, you know what, I really want to listen to that music outside of this game. We're not talking about Scott Pilgrim though, right? Because no. Because I, w- I would listen to that. Yes, the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack I would listen I have that soundtrack on CD and cassette tape. Oh my gosh, cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought the... There is a company called Limited Run, and they make special edition physical games, uh, especially for games that usually don't have physical releases. And they did a special edition physical release of Scott Pilgrim, the game, uh, when it came out on Switch and the modern consoles. And I got the physical edition, special edition. It came with came with like an entire stage of the characters, and it had a uh, cassette tape of the soundtrack with it. So <laughs> I have it on CD from that special edition and on cassette tape. And yeah, I would definitely listen to that soundtrack outside of the game. You you have to ex- you have to excuse me. I just found out that they're selling Scott Pilgrim versus the World figures online. <laughs> so. <laughs> Add to I cart. Love the movie too. 
follow this podcast to get all the greatest uh, shopping trends. Uh, by <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know what's in Baron's cart at any given time. Just listen to Caster's Guild. <laughs> I think... If you flipped a coin any given episode, you'd have, you know, a 50-50 shot of whether or not you're buying something during the episode. <laughs> I mean, I literally did something on this episode, so yeah. Yep. I mean, two ninety nine. I can't pass up two ninety nine. No, you can't. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, that was a remix, though. Uh, I, I just realized the Twilight Princess was re-released in HD form in uh, on wii u which has amazing music but i wouldn't consider that part of the uh, original wii u era that's that was that, that's a wii game it's wii wii, wii u and uh, yo, I, no it was gamecube wii okay. it was yeah. it was gamecube wii it was released on gamecube and wii at the same time then later re-released like on the wii u wild when it was uh yeah. wii u and switch yes i cannot hear anybody talk about the wii u and not think of Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. <laughs> if yeah. Never, if, if yeah. you've never seen it, there's a character in there that goes, Wii U, Wii U. <laughs> so every time someone says Wii U, I just, I laugh. <sighs> My God. <laughs> oh. oh, how about Raymond Legends? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's that era. Well, they, especially yeah. those levels where you had to play it to the beat of the music. Those were fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They were so much fun to play and to watch. It's not, and it's based on uh, not it, a lot of it was not original music from the game, but uh, it was remixed to be an original soundtrack. As long as we're talking about PS4, and as long as we were talking about Souls likes, my favorite Star Wars video game ever came out on PS4, and uh, that had a fantastic soundtrack as well because it's Star Wars. Why is it yeah, not going to have a fantastic? Fall in order. There we go. Jedi Fall in order. God, that game is fantastic. And a lot of people, you know, say it's a Souls like. I don't care. It's so good. I actually beat. That's the only Souls like I was actually ever able to beat. Um, and I did hammer away at that game because the story was just so fantastic. I wanted to get to the end of that. Well, I will say. I mean, we keep calling it a Souls like, but I always consider Souls like the be like the ones where. They're just so fucking hard that, and you can't mess with the difficulty. Yes, yeah. Ninja Gaiden. Oh god! I did play that game on one of the higher difficulties, which is probably why it was more Souls-like to me. I know you probably played it on one of the lower difficulties because that's your ML. Yes. Yeah. Not that I'm disparaging you at all. Like it's. <laughs> yes. Yes, you silly bitch! I did. <laughs> I, I always play on the lower difficulty of my first playthrough so I can enjoy the story. Was. Exactly. Exactly. Was. I, 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 don't, I, I always play it at least on medium because I want to get the whole shebang. I don't want to be too hard that I'm stressing, but I don't want to be too easy that I'm missing some things because they dumbed down the game too much for me. I want to get I, the whole experience. I will say that I am playing the Turtles game on medium. If, okay. this, is, if this is your play style, the way you're saying... It, when you play it, go ahead and play it on hard. Because really? I'm, pl I'm playing it on medium, and I'm killing it. So, go it's, okay. it's, it's fairly easy. It's a fairly easy game. Okay. I beat it. me as a game that was trying to be hard. I beat it in an afternoon. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting kind of close to beating it, so. But it's got a lot of replay, replay value, in my opinion. 
Like like a lot of those arcade games, like you can see yourself going back to that same game and feeding it some more quarters and playing it again. I could see them coming out with DLC for it real easy too. Mm-hmm. You haven't even unlocked the uh, seventh character yet, Baron. Nope, nope. I know who it is, but mm-hmm. that that's worth it for the play value alone. Now that we're we're reaching the end, uh, we did spend a little bit of time talking about uh, current games. But is there anything you're playing right now that the music just is is really hitting for you? Think about right now. I've been playing Ghostwire, which isn't really known for its music it's more creepy horror japanese culture kind of game the last game i played was pokemon arceus so (laughs) (laughs) i mean a lot like breath of the wild in the way it uses its music where it's not really a full-on soundtrack it's just kind of piano stings and a lot of a lot of games right now have been following the breath of the wild kind of deal Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about some indie games with good soundtracks was it hollow knight Oh, I got a one that I think you guys would like. Celeste, have you ever played that? It's on. It's on my wish list now. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it is so really good. Um, it's basically a a young girl who is basically trying to climb a mountain, and she has struggles with uh, anxiety. So this is kind of a way to to uh, get over this like uh, her own personal mountain of conquering her anxiety too, and it follows her journey of of climbing the mountain, meeting characters on there. And it also has a fantastic soundtrack uh, that really um, sucks you into the different parts. Because uh, it's not just you climbing different parts of the mountain. Like, some parts of the mountain have, um, like, uh, looks like there used to be a city there. So there's, like, debris in places, and you're jumping off of debris and whatnot. It's a very parkour-like, too. So you're jumping off of different ledges, and you have the ability to double jump, too. Um so uh it's it's a fantastic platformer, very Meat Boy style. Yeah, it's a little um, above but, my skill level, honestly. Oh, it was mine too, but I that didn't stop me. I just kept doing it over <laughs> and over and over and over and over again. And eventually I got it. I, I think I might have streamed part of it too. Like my 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 death count was horrendous. <laughs> okay, so all of the games that I'm playing right now that I really like the soundtrack are all older games. But I am playing them right now, so I'm gonna talk about them right now. I've got Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves is another one with great she- sh- sh- great sea shanties that you can play on the <laughs> instruments there. Um, what was that again, Rick? Sea shanties. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> I just make sure I heard you guys. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. Um, How can you say it? <laughs> I just started the Yakuza series, which is really old, but like almost all of the Yakuza games are on Xbox Game Pass. And I was like, you know what? I've never played these games before. There's a lot of hype around them. I'm going to try them. So I started the Yakuza 0. And the music's pretty darn good. I'll give it that. Like, there's a lot of really good music for, like, the action sequences, and you can actually take your Yakuza member to the karaoke bar and sing karaoke, and it's pretty great. As you do. Uh-huh. And um, I've also been diving back into Monster Prom as of recent, and Monster Prom <laughs> doesn't have a whole lot of music to it, but the music it does have it perfectly replicates, like, 80s teen movies, so I gotta give it to them there. Just waiting to talk all nice. (laughs) The only thing I was going to say, I was going to say one game because I just recently downloaded the third one to play the demo. And I just let Rick get through all 15 of his. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a good partner. Last one. Last one. Monster prom. 
I've never played any of the others, so you could go ahead and talk about the the shut up the Rick. demo of the third. You could talk about Monster Camp. <laughs> shut up. I haven't played it. Shut your mouth, Rick. Okay. Go get the demo, yeah. Road Trip. It's out there right now. Okay, I will. Um, but I also I will say I also it is something I'm going to start playing again. I just got uh, Mass Effect for free on Prime Day, so that's a, that's a good that's good music. I do have a game I recently played that had a pretty good soundtrack. Um, it's called Spirit of the North. Hmm, I remember you playing that. You play as a fox. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's a very journey-esque game, and even the music is very journey-like. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's just a very like relaxing Ooh. game. It's great. It's great, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. All right, Baron. I feel like we've barely scratched the surface, but are you ready to throw a bow on this one? I mean, after you took Monster Prom, sure, why not? <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> go listen to music, play games, have a good time. Good night, everybody. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong in thinking that this was a bigger can of worms than I ever expected it to be? I'm sure anybody that's listening right now probably was not expecting us to wax on as much as we did far into the night talking about music, but really the music is as integral to the games as the graphics, as the story. It, it is so important to everything that goes into the game. So of course we're going to talk about it. Of course we're going to talk about how we feel about it and how it affects our gameplay. Um, I really hope that you guys will go out, maybe listen to some of the soundtracks that we brought up even better. Go out and buy some of the games that go along with these soundtracks. It's a good feeling. And to have these iconic songs stuck in your head while you are doing the most menial of tasks throughout the day will make your life so much better. Awesome. TJ, Meg, if anybody like we had to say and they want to find you somewhere else on the internet, is there anywhere they can do that? Uh, well, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, we do do some streaming. We've done a couple of streams for various charities like Extra Life and St. Jude and whatnot. So if you just Google my name, TJ Kirshner, K-I-R-C-H-N-E-R, uh, on YouTube, I'm sure you'll find us. We've played a bunch of different games from... Uh, right now, I think we were in Life is Strange mm-hmm. 2. We just finished Life is Strange 1. We did Oxen Free. Yep. We did Hollow Knight. We did a, like a Halloween special where I played a whole bunch of different horror games. Uh, VR. Yep, FNAF VR. Uh, sometimes Little we bring... Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, sometimes we'll bring our kids in, too. Uh, we have two kids uh, named Rose and Riley that we'll bring in to play different games like Mario Party and whatnot. So we play as a family, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, so I'd say check us out there. Yes, when they're not having meltdowns because daddy or mommy, well, probably mommy, stole their star uh, or beat them in Mario Kart. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so I'd say check us out over there. And uh, if you see us streaming, please jump right in. We'd love to have you. You can find those links in the description down below. Uh, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Casters Guild. Email us at castersguild at gmail.com. Tell me about some of your favorite video game soundtracks, and maybe I'll go buy some games or listen to some music based off of what you say. Um, Check us out on all the socials, especially our Discord. That's where we have been most active as of recent, where you can interact with us pretty much every day. 
check out our featured charity in the link below. My niece Faith has recently been sprung from the hospital again and is out of the hospital again and doing well. So that's good. And soon we will be doing the 24-hour charity for her. So keep your eyes out for that. But feel free to donate now. And as long as you mention that you're donating for the charity stream, if we do any bonuses for people who are donating for the charity stream, we'll make sure you retroactively get those bonuses. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.